I just go off of instinct. I literally go off instinct every time I start this Your podcast. Your instinct is mad socially awkward. It's just like, yo. I want to say like Macho Man too. He said yo? No. No, nah, you got to lean on the ropes like Scott Hall. <laughs> I mean like Kevin Nash. Yo, we're have back for episode 71 of the Two Belts podcast. This is mm-hmm. the 71st week in a row of doing this. The longest episodic running podcast ever. No. Ain't missed one week except that first week. But you know what? Fuck that week. Because it was like nigga had the blank CD with no you nigga had the CD with no podcast on it. Fuck out of here with that week. But we're officially Yo. we're back, episode seventy one, and we've got a guest in the building that we've wanted for a long time. And it's just like it's hard when you're like when you're like an artist and you're just like, nah, now's not the time. Nah, now's not the time. You know what? I got the time. I know when but he got the time today. I have the time. You have the time yeah, today. The time. We have Julian. I'm Steven. sorry, you didn't say my name. <laughs> I'm here. What's up? <laughs> yeah, you, you beat him too by talking, nigga. No, it's oh, cool. Bad. It's cool. We got first Julian Steven. Who made that theme song music? That, uh, that's Angel. Produced by Amen. See, yo, first of all, shout out to Amen. That's my bro. But he's supposed to send me a folder of beats before I leave. He still ain't do that. So he sent he run me up on him. this wild beat that um, samples Triple H's theme. In our, in, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he sent it to us for us to listen because the shit is tough as shit. I don't know if he wants us to use it as a new theme song. Yeah, whatever. Probably more than likely. But it's it's fucking fire. He's been working. He's been working hard. He's been definitely, working. definitely. Everyone's definitely. been working. Yo, what? So we have Julian Stephen here. If you may, if you do not know Julian and you don't know the shit that I've retweeted from him, he is an artist, or as like most blocks would say, Queens MC. I can't stand. It. I got to put an end to that. I'm gonna. I I, tr- I did. I'm trying to as much as I can, at least when I had this goes in, to just not put Queens MC. It's not, I don't have any issue with Queens, it's the MC part. I'm like, why? I'm an MC. Yes. Why? Um, why do you, is it because you're so much more? Yeah, you know, but at the same time, I need to realize that, like, people don't see how much more I am. Like, one I think song doesn't. I literally think it's because, like, blogs and, like, we already have, blogs and websites, we already have a formula in our head of how mm. we're going to type this shit up. And we're just gonna like, yo, Queens MC, or <laughs> like, you know, C- California Crooner, or you know, some of those other shits. Just like those buzzwords that sort of bloggers and sort of website users use to just like describe an artist and shit like that. So it's like every artist, when you're like up and coming, and don't like, they would never call. I mean, you would call you you would say Kendrick is yeah a California MC, but like no one's typing that anymore. Everyone's just saying Kendrick Lamar. Just drop True. a new song and shit like that. So I think it's just cause like I got a ways to go. Yeah, it's just a, it's just the stigma of that. But yeah, we he's an MC. <laughs> he's a he's um. What else do you do? I director, guess. director, writer, producer, actor, everything, man. Yeah, we're gonna take one thing at a time, though. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, what can we start with? I don't know. We honestly, all right. I don't know, Mills. <laughs> Where do we start? Where do we start? Because I don't know if I want to interview you first or I want to get through the topics and then interview you. I'm taking Carlos's gum in the meantime. It's it, okay. It's melted gum, by It's way. melted and sweaty. Yo. It's sticky it's, gum. It's like snails, dog. Jesus. It's just Orbit Sweet Mint. Relax, guys. What flavor is Okay, Sweet Mint. Um, but yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. His gum looks like he chewed it. Just <laughs> nah, nah, nah. What I did was I, I opened them all in like succession across my hand and licked them all. Bro, them again. <laughs> bro, I'm like, I need to pray over this. Gum. Oh my gum. god! You know the word? Actually, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if people, uh, you know, it's a it's a podcast thing not to chew gum while you're doing the podcast. Really? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Leave it. Leave it. I'm breaking a rule. It's a, it's a new it thing. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not going to chomp on it. It matters only in the sense that, like, when people are people will hear the chewing of the gum in the background. Right, I mean, it's not popping it like a hood bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know how they, like, chew the gum and they, like, pop it with their tongue and shit? So... I guess I'll do. We'll do the interview first. Like in terms mm-hmm. of, I've known you since probably forever, for a long ass, a time. long ass time. I want to say like you were doing video, you were doing like decade. you were doing video blogs and like fast food restaurants when I first met you. I don't remember none of that. Mills it was like TV. Mills TV, yeah. Mills TV. I saw Hell yeah! This nigga oh shit! Looking at toys. I was first of all. All right, so that was like two. You had an afro. Yeah, nigga, I had hair. That was 2009. <laughs> I want to say 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we met in 2009, but how far before that were you? did you start rapping? Because one time I knew you strictly from the rapping, and it was just like, he's this guy who came in, mm-hmm. you know, he's part of the radio station. He also records here. There are other artists here that he sort of gels with and things like that. Shout out to Song Dan. Shout out to Rekka. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the Land of the Giants. my bros. Yeah, um, we linking up tonight. In, really? in the wastelands, yeah, and then um, wastelands, nigga. But like, That's Queen City. How Phil. long before oh. that did you start rapping? Um, I've been rapping since I was a kid. Like that was always just like second. It was always second nature. Like, do you always freestyle? Like you always. freestyle in the shower? Nah, like no lie, it was always there. It was always something I did. Like you ask anybody that knew me, like they always knew. Oh, like my tag was oh he raps. That was always it. I, I tried rapping. Have I you, mean, I'm still. I mean, I'm. Still, <laughs> nah, but it's like you're like Lee. So you're like a, I would say like a gifted freestyler. Like yeah. it actually comes off the top. It's yeah, nothing yeah. pre-written. It's none of that stuff. You're actually like a really good songwriter as well. Thank you. Um, but like when I tried rapping, like I started rapping in like the worst year to start rapping. Period. What year was it? That was like 2007. When everybody realized they could freestyle. Nah, <laughs> not even that. It was like. This was, like, 10 years after the prime of, like, the last good wave of rappers. So, like, 10 years after, like, Jay-Z, DMX, Nas, all that shit. So, I feel like we weren't, like, I feel like now we're in, a like, the 2011 through 2014 is, like, a new golden era of rap. Mm-hmm. Where it's just, like, all these new aspiring MCs sort of came up. Yeah. I came up in, like, the years where, like, the old MCs, like, they realized they didn't have to try anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like so Jay Z's dropping like Kingdom Come, and like Jeez. Diddy's dropping like albums still, mm-hmm. and like other you know it's like Soldier Boy was popping. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ebony's good. Other shit. people, <laughs> but okay. it was just like it was just the worst year to start rapping. It's yeah. like there, you couldn't learn nothing. There was no ambition to like be the best. And then, like, literally everyone who came after, all the Kid Cuddies, Asher Roths, Kendricks, all the Drakes, Wale's, they came after, and it was like, yo, everyone is, like, fucking 100 years better than me. So I gave up. That's literally the same thing with basketball, No, nah, fuck that. No, nah, I gave up. I was like, you nah, know, fuck, fuck it. I'm, I'm, Where are we at now? We're at, what do you mean? 2016, 17. Like, 2016, 2000, it's like those artists are becoming the veterans. I feel like it, it goes, well... But then it's like the internet too. The internet changed everything, man. It moves quicker. Everything moves quicker. There's more exposure. There's less like, oh, there's a you know a great artist like you you hear like the DMX and Nas. Oh, you heard them like 
freestyling in the tunnel, and then I signed him off the strength, and I had to go to Lior, and Lior was like, nah, I don't want to sign that guy. And he was like, you heard those kind of stories? But then, yeah. like, these others, these new stories, it's just like, yo, you know, find him on YouTube. You know, he was pretty fire. I think those. I think that's that's coming to an end. Why do you say that? I think, like, SoundCloud's not the same. YouTube's not the same. It's all bought out by the industry, so it's like... Everything is just... Yeah, look at the way everybody's been popping off of one song. One person hears it, next person hears it. It's not like the YouTube sensation, let me Google some artists and let me, right. you know, let me create a little roster. Know. Well, have you heard of the... So I heard this today when I was, um, when I was, I guess, listening to other podcasts. This artist named Rich Chigga. Oh, I heard of this. Oh, nah. I, I feel got so offended when I saw Rich this Chigga. Rich Chigga. Is Asian? Uh-huh. Yes. Says drop a whole bunch of n bombs. Um, I don't know. It's a. I feel like. Do you feel like this is coming to end? Because it's still going on. I feel like there's the exposure of rappers. What via- awkward racism? <laughs> uh, that's awkward that's hella awkward. It's just. I don't know. Where's he from? He's from. Somewhere in the south, more than likely. I don't know. He's from the internet, bro. I stri- I think he's created. <laughs> internet USA. Like he's he's got to be created. Sixteen year old Indonesian rapper. Let me see. Oh, I mean Indonesia. I mean if they got a rap scene bubbling out there, you never know. I gotta go there to Indonesia give everybody a lecture. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I mean he's just he's Brooklyn just doing. Bay. That's just he's basically just reflecting from what he hears and sees. Uh, I didn't see the video, so I can't really give. I him didn't my see full. it either. I literally just heard a Rich Chica probably can't like play an hour ago. No, I've seen the video. You yeah, um, can definitely play that. We can play that. All right, let's mm-hmm. see. <laughs> so they can't see it, so we gotta describe it. First of all, he got a fanny pack on. First of all, old boy got a pink polo on. That stick. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the sad thing about the internet is that you could really you could be that kid sitting at the computer hours in. And but it's also like I don't know. This the style of rap now is just so easily <laughs> imitatable. Yeah. That it's just like the fact that this could happen and then this could like become just a crazy not that there's anything necessarily like uber bad about it, but it's just like it's so derivative of everything, at least to me. Um your style, I guess, has evolved over it's the still it's still evolving. It's evolved over the past yeah. few years. I remember um initially came out with the mixtapes, University of Julian. Now were those like were those University of Julian tapes like because there's a there's University of Julian, you know, the initial one and, one and two. then mm-hmm. two was that inspired by like Kanye's school theme or is yeah. it just like your own like I'm in college, here it is. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit of Kanye, a little bit of college experiences, like me being like overly excited about college. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm in college." That's crazy. Are you and it, hmm? Yeah, you can yeah. curse. All right, cool. What? And then it's, like it's going on the internet, like... it's not going on radio. <laughs> Internet's changing, bro. That's true. I don't know if we want these sponsors. You probably no fuck all that. Try to get you know get sponsored by like Google Plus presents two belts. Seriously, Google Plus that should be Plus that would be crazy as shit. Um. Yo, you I remember 
you had an early beat by Travis Scott on one of your mixtapes. Yeah. And it sound- I remember I remember like meeting him and like seeing him around before he even like took off. Yeah, cuz he was living in New York for a minute. I remember yeah. Yo, first of all, do you think it it doesn't sound anything like Travis like Nah, you know, I think it was just I think it was just something he had in the bag. You know, he was just made he just made to fit like the industry mold. Right. And like he just had a couple of those in the bag, like for like songwriting purposes, and I mm-hmm. think that's what he what he threw me. But it's funny because every time I see him, he looks like he knows who I am. Like it's not like he's not he's not funny style or nothing like that. Like he sees me, he remembers me. That's good, man. That's yeah, last time I saw him was uh, Big Sean. It was uh, at Best Buy. Big Sean signing. He had a signing. Oh, nice. Yeah, and like we were like chopping it up. That's cool. That's the last time I seen him. Shout out to him. He's a he's got um. I think he's moving with his second album and things like that. Yeah. What is it? Birds quote something. Birds sing Brian McKnight. Something along those lines. Yeah, Birds in the Trap sing Brian McKnight. Yeah. That's the name of his album. Birds really? in the Trap yeah. sing Brian McKnight. And then McKnight. he's got a third album that he's already named for people. I don't know why. It's like Astronaut something? No, like it's like Astroville. Something along those lines. It's mm. like a theme park around. But um, Oh, so this one is probably just like to queue up the next one. Maybe. Maybe. I have no idea. It's... it's um. But back to you, in terms of that, just like your style has just evolved over the years. Where do you feel that you feel like you're, in terms of like, what's the what's the thought process you need to move from your last project to what you're doing right now? Because you had University of Julian, University of Julian 2. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, I'm not sure if there was anything between that and Awkward Moments, mm-hmm. um, but... The, your last like full length project was Awkward Moments. Yeah, um, worked hard. I know you worked incredibly hard on that sort of rollout. Mm-hmm. There was videos. There was people talking about their awkward moments in life. Damn, you that went was around a talking on your awkward moments in life. Yeah, that was a nice campaign. Yeah, it was. It was pretty mm-hmm. good, man. This next campaign though is gonna be crazy. And then now it's like, but that was two thousand. I want to say twelve. 12 yeah, yeah, that was two thousand twelve. Yeah, that was two thousand twelve. Yeah. So like, in terms of that. It's it's hard to be like an artist who's just still up and coming, mm-hmm. and it's just like yo, I'm taking f- four years off from like con- constantly releasing music. Like everyone's constantly, yeah. this is the internet era. You got to be on it all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, what's your mind process in terms of not only just like taking that break, but just like to this project now, to the music that yeah. you're making now? Um, well, every from then into now, everybody that was like putting out music constantly, they're in the same spot that they were like, right. Back then, you know what I'm saying? I haven't seen any progression. Like, nobody's really, like, taking off. You know what I mean? I feel like I was, like, the only one to really look at the whole situation to be, like, I want to be better. I want to write better. I want to sound better. Mm -hmm. Sound better, especially. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of things that I wanted to... There was a lot of kinks that I wanted to work out as Mm -hmm. far as myself, like, aesthetically, lyrically. And you know what I mean? It's a lot of less thinking and more doing now. And, like, as far as writing goes, I used to always just write, all right, I'm going to write this verse, then I'm going to write this hook. Then I'm going to write the second verse. Then I'm going to try and squeeze in a bridge. And it's not like that anymore. It's like, for me, it's just one fluid motion. Right. You know what I mean? You hear that in streaming. You hear that in plantations. You hear that in lonely. And you're going to hear that from now on. But now, now that I've got a hold on that, it's going to be more aggressive spitting into, like, a melodic riff. And and, and it's going to be fluid and real seamless. So, like, when a listener hears it, it just sounds like one long, like, just like, like an instrument. Right. And it's and, and and my voice I, I've I've come to like learn like the, my voice has so much range people don't even know like you hear plantations people are like that's you then they hear streaming like that's you and then you hear like 
put the homies on. They're like, you wrote that too? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, but I want everything to sound real cohesive and seamless. Mm-hmm. Seamless especially. Do you feel like there's a necessarily like a key to making it? Like, for instance, it's like everyone's pretty much trying to get on to the next level. Mm-hmm. But it's all about finding how you're going to do that to the next level. Yeah. Some people are like, yo, I got to make a, this better project. And then some people is like, yo, I got to know these certain people, and they yeah. go for that. And then there's some people who are like, you know, it's like a mixture of both. They're like, oh, I got to get on these blogs, or yeah. I got to do it. Do you feel like there's a key necessarily? Yeah, the problem um, differs for everybody. You know? It's a lot of, for me, it's a mixture of a lot of things. I have like four different hustles in one. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't give power to people. I give myself all the power. You know what I mean? Like, I know what's going to happen. The only power that I don't have is I don't know how it's gonna happen or when it's gonna happen. I just well, know you're not it's that gonna happen. So raven, my nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not God. I'm not Raven. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have no vision. Like I can't tell the future. Oh, but I think um I think the blogs have less power. The power is back in the hands of the people. Right. So the people yeah. are like the deciding factor of the music. Streaming yeah. services. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's um I think it's important to just make better music. But uh, one thing that a lot of people don't focus on is like yo just like relate to the people, like. Why you don't write songs that relate to people that mm-hmm. when people you, I feel like when artists make music they don't think about yo people are gonna listen to this shit right like you mad selfish writing a song <laughs> about nothing like people are gonna go and listen like I really like make it a point to tell a story right or relate to a certain demographic or relate to a, a person that I know so that's like that's always been the case with me and it's just gotten more clear and clear like when I sit with people I'm not only like talking to them I'm like thinking about okay. How can I relate to this person musically and just get this person's story to the world? Because mm-hmm. that's my job. It's not about me anymore. It's not about the artist. It's about us. You feel like performances are key? Because yeah. I know you have a you have you yeah, have a definitely. good live show. Boy, once once New York City catches a win mm-hmm. of like my performance game, like y'all haven't even seen it. Like you did you which what was the last performance? You I, I saw the um I saw your first one back. Mercury Lounge. Yeah. Yo, I'm it's sad. gotten better. Like it's more fine tuned. Like that was my first one. Like yeah. I'm hyped because it's like it feels like every time I get on stage, I feel like I'm performing like at the late show, tonight nigga, show. Like nigga, last time I seen you perform was when George DJ your performance. Which one was that? Nigga, that was so long ago. I was like, nah. he did it. He did it. Lo- he did it. The Mercury Lounge. Yeah, nah, this one, bro. Like me and Silky got great chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yo, like, I, every time I step on stage, I'm super confident, like, y'all not fucking with me. It's crazy, Y'all not man. fucking with me. Like, the, li- the live show, I think, is the aspect that a lot of people, especially now in the internet mm-hmm. sort of age, where it's like, where people are just sort of getting, you know, their, getting exposure off the internet, but they necessarily don't follow it up with anything. Yeah. Um, getting <laughs> reaching out to the people, and yeah. it's just like actually reaching out to the people, not just reaching out through a screen, but actually going out there and like performing and managing connect with people. I've uh-huh. seen the awkwardness on stage. I've seen people stand around and, and, and you know they get nervous. I've seen um just very green performance. That unlimited bro. Wi-Fi, bro. That data plan, man, fucking you up. You're on your phone, and computer all the time. Yeah. <laughs> not learning anything. Yeah, That's Facetime people. We don't even be talking to yeah. people. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what else. I Damn want. it! I just want to ask. The internet is questions. fucking shit up, bro. I, it is, <laughs> really? It How is it fucking shit up? Nah, you know what's crazy? I don't think the internet is fucking shit up. I think that the internet is just so powerful that like people don't even really know what to do at this point. Like it's right. just so it powerful. Sucks like in. it sucks people in. Like yo, I feel like Snapchat has so much more power than what we really use it for. Yeah, word. Like that's. I feel like the government right now is like on their toes. Like we need to be careful. 
because these, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, this gets in the hands of the wrong people, but, like, as far as artists go, mm-hmm. like, it's it's really powerful. But, like, I think a lot of artists are scared. Me, myself, I can say this. I'm afraid to, like, expose too much of myself. Right. I don't want to, like, be, I, sometimes I really want to Snapchat myself in the shower singing. I don't know why. I just yeah. want to do it sometimes, but then I'll delete it. Like, nah, that's too much. But wh- but why? Why, mm-hmm. in a sense? Like, why do you feel like you have to necessarily do that? I, but you I know what's you crazy? I think you keep a little bit of mystique. I think yeah, everyone knows exactly. what your life is. Like, mm-hmm. with, like, with, like, people are going to try to treat it like they know you and shit like that. Or but you want just, that, though. Nah, 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 nah. There's a certain level of, I don't need you to know this about True. me. Well, yeah, I guess it depends. Yeah. Like, it depends on how much you value privacy, really. I don't. I guess I value privacy a lot, so I don't post a lot of shit. I think it's the, I think the mystique helps and hurts in a certain I way. Don't, I just, I remember back yeah, in the day, like when you stream. I don't know if y'all remember you stream. I, I do. Remember I used to you stream. I used to you stream my sessions. Like I used to go on. I would set the computer up right here, mm-hmm. and you stream my recording session. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know what I was gonna record, but then people would be commenting. Like Flash would, yeah. Flash, I remember Flash would be on it, and Flash would be like, "Nah, write this," and I would take his hints and I would start recording a song off of what he said. Right. Mm. Like you know, now with Periscope, I'm thinking about getting back to that. Like at, from now on, like I just, see a lot of producers and folks use mm-hmm. it. Like when they in the studio or they got a session yeah. with an artist, they just like they post up the Periscope. Mostly it's just niggas smoking, but, right. but yeah, <laughs> with I a beat in the background. Because that's what most niggas do. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think the mystique like, helps and it definitely hurts. Because yeah. there's a certain when you, when you get the mystique there, there's intrigue behind it. There's like, oh, people want to know, and mm-hmm. it's just like they're, they're, and there's sort of a fever behind it. Like for instance, Bryson Tiller. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know. I mean, people know his backstory, but like you don't really like know him. He's not as opened, and yeah. I think he sort of plays up the mystique. Even though, like, you know, the bent brims, you can't really see his eyes, and it's just like, you know, you know that he has, you see him on Snapchat, and you know he's, like, a fan of games, and he, he lets you in on, I guess... Like, the, three things. Yeah, the three positive things in his life that he wants you to know that can relate. He's like, oh, word, this nigga likes video games? I like video games. Oh, this nigga oh, got a daughter? This, yeah, this dude is, like, close with his family and got a daughter? Oh, shit, that shit is dope. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but he doesn't... For instance, like he'll he'll he doesn't do a lot of features. He doesn't move around and sort of a lot of songs. He, he just, did that Fat Joe feature. I heard that. That surprised me. I was I was I, like I, wow. I still don't believe that's like him because it, it's like it's him out of his comfort zone. So it's like him with the lights on. You know what I'm saying? Like usually, like. With Bryson mm. Tiller, he's here and he's like he's in his sort of scene. He's in his mood. He's in his sort of environment yeah. where it's like in his environment's like moody and dark and mm. not necessarily dark, but it's just like moody and sort of sensual and all that other shit. I feel like with this one, it's like you throw him on a different beat. It's like turning the lights on, and he's like, "Oh fuck, this, this like roach with the lights on." Yeah, nigga. but but it, it was just I, I like the fact that it was Fat Joe because like. I like them type of records from Fat Joe. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, oh, it's just kind nah, of nostalgic. Mean, the 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 I, th- I believe it's the producer who worked on Fat Joe and Remy's album is also worked with Bryson Tiller a lot. So it's sort of that sort of connection. Mm, okay. But um, yeah, it's it's. I feel like the mystique help and it hurts, but but then you don't want to be too. You you don't want to add too much of a mystique because then I guess people will able people are able once like one bad thing comes up around for uh. One one bad thing sort of uh, comes out about you, it like mm-hmm. rips your entire life. Yeah, I think that's why. Like me, I don't think I'll. I'll I don't like, think pe- I'll be that mystique artist. People don't have the character to fall back on. Like, oh, this nigga wouldn't do that. This nigga is like that. People are just like, oh, word, he's into that now. Like he's yeah, into yeah, fucking yeah. Could, chickens, yeah. nigga. 
like <laughs> he's into fucking chicken. Yeah, he was like, oh, this is Bryce like, Tiller's into fucking chicken. No, no bro, no. he's from <laughs> Kentucky. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yo, that's Kentucky, crazy. Louisville Slugger. Nah. Um, Slugger right to the chicken. I don't know if we'll get back to this interview. Speaking of this internet, this Pokemon Go thing. Oh, that shit is fucked up. Is like the first most of all, crazy this shit is the feds because it it's knows a thing like, of beauty. It's a thing of beauty, but it's scary as fuck, too. Because I see a lot of people looking at their phones too damn much. I saw that the courthouse was a gym earlier today. And really? I was just like, I'm definitely That's not insane. going over there to play against... Battling you know, against the Yeah, peanut. I think they had like a mod champ or something. What's the... I was like, <laughs> yeah, with a blue <laughs> hat and shit. Yo, this shit, for the past Fucking week... Fucking mod dressed as a bailiff. For the past week, my life has been consumed. Not life yeah. has been completely consumed... But, like, the other social media apps that I use, Twitter, Snapchat, I don't even use Facebook like that. I think Facebook is... Facebook is good for too Pokemon family, Go memes. And, like, Instagram, I'm not even in Instagram like that anymore. I might get back into it because I'm starting to, like, follow more photographers and the shit is just way better looking. Um, but the shit is just, like, everyone's playing it. And I've mm. never been a part of something that, like, everyone, like, in your face is playing. It's getting people out the house. I walked up to the school and I walked to like the park and just seeing kids on their phone looking at their phone following me around this you got it's like generations upon generations like they went yeah. from red and blue gold right. silver emerald ruby like it was everybody the, has had a pokemon experience in their life at one point the crazy thing about this is and what's so crazy is if you play the pokemon games mm-hmm. literally everyone is reacting like all the characters in the game and that's what blows my mind <laughs> because you'll see you walk up and there'll be like a kid who's like super uber excited about yeah. like this one Pokemon. For instance, um, I was walking home from work. I had the I just caught a Staryu. Um, I was that's walking through. Everybody got a Staryu. Be <laughs> proud about a Staryu. First of all, first of all, first of all, I caught a Staryu. Yeah, you can't be happy. My caught name a Staryu. Uh, walk through the park. I, I want a Staryu. That's why I'm catching Staryus. Um, Walk through the park. This kid runs up the train steps with like a Bulbasaur hat on, like wow, just like. A... Oh, so they they actually think they're Pokemon trainers out here, dog. Nah, he I ain't, ran I'm up, not. <laughs> he ran up to me and was like, "Yo, what did you just catch?" And I'm just like, "I just caught a Star You." He's like, "Yo, I just caught a Star You too." Like, do you have a Bulbasaur? Conversation ended. Get out. <laughs> and I was just like, I was scarred from that. I was like, "Yo," I shook his hand. I was like, "Congratulations on your Star You, my G." For real, I gotta go. But I hope you catch more Pokemon. Because he, he looked like one of them, like, just very large, like, 15-year-olds. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to do, like, him dirty. I'm just like, yo, get the fuck away from me. That's really what I was nah, thinking they in my No, they feel like they're a part of something. You know, this has always been, like, people have always had this vision in their mind exactly. of actually being a Pokemon trainer. And it's like, know? yo, the Poke fans in the game are exactly the same way. Yeah. The girls who, like, who want to play this game, he's like, oh, I just want a Jigglypuff. And I, that's it. Yo, I just want the keep cute Pokemon. Seeing a Jigglypuff, I can't find him. Really? Or her, or whatever Jigglypuff is. But I, I just want this. Like, it's the, the only Bronx. cute Pokemon I want. I'm not going to the Bronx for a Jigglypuff. Yeah, you gotta go to the Bronx. <laughs> that's a trap. Best Jigglypuff in the hood, yo. <laughs> There's niggas who just want like to catch powerful shit and just be strong ass trainers. Them cool okay, trainer ass you. niggas. Yeah. Yo, but Ace I thought, trainer, dickhead. Ace trainer. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I want a Hypno. What's it? The the fighting one, the punching one, Hypno Champ. Hypnochan. Hypnochan. The punching one, yeah. Yeah, I want one of those. I want to hit Monly with a do rag. I guarantee you, I'm those. finna catch this Electo Buzz when I get out of here. Though I see if it. If it's still there, it's if it's still there, because niggas. It's, wait, so if somebody catches it, it's gone. It's not even that. It, it just it moves. Like you, it, it'll yeah. move from time to nah, time. But it looks here. like it's still there. Yeah, he's still here. Um, but 
and then like it's to the point where I feel like one of my friends is gonna turn on me and like become my rival, nigga. That's oh, how yeah, I OD he... feel. Like it's like Gary. This <laughs> nigga, who this nigga think he is? I got better Pokemon than this. Niggas nigga. is looking at me right now. I don't know. The niggas is just like you yeah, about pit- to become one belt. <laughs> Gary and Ash. Niggas just show up. I'm on the bridge walking. This nigga shows up. Yo, let's battle. Nah, but man, yeah, I just man, don't. I don't like being. I don't like being bro. judged that I'm catching Pokemon. You know what I mean? Right. I don't like be, if I, if I'm gonna catch Pokemon in my like personal time. Like, don't judge me. Like, mm-hmm. I could be texting somebody. Right. But you you know when people are playing Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah. I hate you see all that those finger swipe it, up. You already know. It's not even that. It's Look literally you. nah. You see niggas do this. Niggas are just walking around on Wave their phone the shit with their. It's just phone in their hand. Wave the shit I'm around. not gonna lie. I almost got into a car accident trying to catch a meow. <laughs> I had my left hand on the steering wheel. Oh, my right no, hand bro. was catching Come the meow. But I caught it on the first catch though. That's good. That's so you good. just like threw it and then you were just I like, threw I threw it, cool. caught it, and I just pulled off. Just cool. I was like, I got a meow. Dog, I'm good. Like, oh man, you you just know when people are doing it because they're just walking with their phone in their hand. I need Normally help. people text. And they're like, yo, let me put the phone away. Even if they're gonna use it five seconds later, they're like, yeah. yo, let me put it away. Let me take it back out. I think people I need are help. just walking around. Nah, I'm, I'm I'm getting to the point. I just want to catch them all, and that's it. Nah, I don't want to. You know. And I, then they put the new update where they add a hundred more, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. No, I don't have them all. You know, I just think that I just want to battle people. Like, I wish I could like battle you guys right now. Like, I think they. Oh no! If it were, if it were that, first of all. Nigga, we would have been having battles every week. I would have showed up here mad early. That's what I'm saying. That that like would add to the obsession. I think they did a good. They made it a good starting point. Yeah. Where they can build from it. Definitely. So it's like you can you can eventually maybe the next update <coughs> to keep people reeled in. You don't want to do too much things at at the first yeah. point, and then you have nothing to build upon. So you know you gotta you know you gonna have to pay for that expansion, right? Probably. You gotta pay for shit in, in this shit anyway. Really? Yeah. You gotta pay for like coins to get like um. More lures and like other rare shit. candies. Nah, just like that would be lit though. Like, you remember that rare candy cheat? Back rare in the candies day? and the red and like talk to the old man in Viridian City, fly to Cinnabar <laughs> Island, yeah. surf up and down and the then coast. You, then you look at your thing; it's unlimited rare candies. It's like yo, all my Pokemon are at hundred dog. I think probably the most interesting thing. If you ever have time and want to deep dive on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. look up all the errors in the first generation. And it's the craziest thing. They show you Pokemon that was in the second generation that was going to be for the first. Yeah, and I they have like I think I seen videos hacks like, in the game. Yeah, the like it wasn't ones. like Pikachu wasn't supposed to be the main, um, the main like character. It's supposed to be Clefairy. Mm-hmm. That's like, why Clefairy is in like the opening sequence. It was supposed to be Clefairy, and like Gengar is supposed to be like its shadow, and it was going to be like a shadow type sort of thing. Yeah, and it's like it's crazy. So what's the glitch? Like it just made Pikachu. They made Pikachu because I think um, I think I don't po- know. They tested it, and I guess it a lot more people responded to it than yeah. Clefairy. Because originally, because Clefairy is just for girls. I don't want to look up to Clefairy. Like Clefairy is like <laughs> yeah, people think Clefairy is so. like a wannabe Jigglypuff. And, they, and then they plus plus like Pikachu transformed, and then got plastic surgery. It used to be yeah. like some fat rat, and now, and now like this nigga is like nimble. some like slim like oh, you know. Pikachu. Remember first generation Pikachu, bro? He was mad brown. The shit was mad ugly. <laughs> and then they made him cuter. They made him more baby shaped. They didn't make him like... Like, you see this shit? Yeah. Nigga's mad round. Looks like a hamster. Now yeah. this nigga's mad. He's slim. He out here 
with you know cheekbones and shit. <laughs> getting money. Getting money. <laughs> Pikachu Nigga got went to Doctor Miami. Nigga went to Doctor Miami. Got new foot plants or whatever fuck that is. Like foot plants. They got hands now. Like. Make his cheeks wider. And couldn't reach that. his pockets before, but now, like, this nigga's out here just pulling the cash out, bro. <laughs> this Pokemon shit is crazy, bro. It's, it's, it's Yo, energy. that the new Pokemon that they, they fucking released on Kokoro is fucking retarded. Yeah, it's they're, they're, going, they're going crazy with this, man. Yeah, no, um, they on drugs now. Speaking of, I guess, the internet making people wild and crazy, I feel like celebrities, I feel like, especially with the events that happened last week, with the Alton Sterling and Philando Castile and stuff that's just, like, sort of reignited the Black Lives Matter movement in terms of just, like, we just we just don't want to be killed by cops. That's I mean, and we want shit to be... If you really guys say all lives matter, like, all lives should be equal then instead of, you know, how it is now. How do you necessarily feel about that? I don't I, I don't put you on the spot spot, but, like... I, don't, I think it's a real... I, I think the topic is very subjective. Sure. So it's yeah. very like your wording needs to be very very right. like strategic because pe- you can easily offend somebody. People are has killing people online now. We're yeah. crucifying people online for yeah. like tweeting like all lives matter and things mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Yeah, I think for instance like Christina Milian. Well, I don't know. First yeah. J Lo did it. I was like, really? J Lo said all lives matter. J Lo said all lives matter. She's not allowed in the Bronx. And I was no like, yo, didn't you say, like, nigga on a song, like, 15 years ago, B? Like- yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I think after so long of just getting money, I think I, I think it's far that. removed yeah. from... I think it's that as well. I feel like it's that as well. I, I want to say it's, like, in Hollywood, it's kind of different. Yeah. Because it's, like, the amount of people you work with, I think you work with a lot of people who touch you in certain ways. Uh, yeah, I think... And like- I don't want to necessarily make an Uber excuse for it, but I understand their sort of view on this. I think when you get money and, like, you're in Hollywood... Shit like, changes and shit. Shit changes in a sense where it's just, like, it's gonna be a lot of like nice... Like, coke is mad normal and shit. Yeah, you're yeah, just like, yo... a lot of people shit. nice to you, you know what I mean? Like, that don't... You know, there's gonna be a lot of people nice to you because you have money, so you're right. gonna think that... You're gonna be kind of brainwashed thinking that... Right. You know, this type of racism doesn't exist. Shit's crazy. I feel like now Christina Milian, for me at least... Um, has been banished to, like, the realm of, like, the Sean Kingstons and Jason Derulo's in my life, who I don't speak about. What did they do? What did Sean Kingston and Jason Derulo do? Sean King... All right, so Sean Kingston, I just hate in general. I think his music is terrible. Jason Derulo, I remember I posted him on This Goes In, and then his lawyers sent, like, me an email. I was like, yo, snatch that shit. I didn't like him in the first place, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna post this nigga's shit. Wait, his lawyers... Cease and desist. And it was just like, yo, take the song down. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck Jason Derulo. I don't even like that nigga anyway. Dated Jordan Sparks for mad long. Uh-huh. And then, like, you know. Because you wanted that? You wanted Jordan Sparks? I think everyone does. Everyone secretly, did. Secretly. 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 Um, like JoJo. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I, she was, like, my crush in, like, 2003. Like, it was yeah. Christina Milian. She was, like, my first real, like, oh, shit, it's Christina Milian. But now I feel like, I don't know. You're not getting me meals. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm not. But I just, this is all coming. This The views expressed here are the yeah. views of Jamil. And yeah, I feel you. Sometimes Carlos. Carlos? Sometimes Carlos. Sometimes. But, you know, not of Julian Stevens. That's but, crazy, though, that, like, they sent you that. I mean, that's what that's what's so fucked up about the internet that people don't get is that, like, you are a human being with a brand. You know, it trickles down to Pe- a lot. People didn't get that. Five years ago, I think the at least the labels didn't get that. Now they get it. Ago. Now it's overshadowed. Now, yeah, it's now over. it's just like now they control yeah. it. Now they understand, like, yo, streaming is king. 
but, all these mm-hmm. blog niggas that just you know they're posting shit on Hulk Share yeah. and fucking you know Zippy Share and shit like that. Niggas like Zippy Share, they were the ones like sort of they're the ones in sort of the forefront of the streaming thing. These people like on Smash dot com who got their site taken away by the feds for it's uh, gone for real. No, well they they were it was taken away. They had their domain reclaimed by the government. And they had to use free on Smash.com and not just on Smash.com. Mm. Um, so now they got it back. They finally got it back after probably like four years or something along those lines. But it was just in limbo. But it was just like now the entire industry has shifted to streaming. Mm. And it was like, wow, these bloggers really had it. Like the well, way people consume mu- they dictated the way people consume music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now it's sort of the standard. But they don't dictate the influence, though. That's what mm-hmm. people don't get is that the people are kind of like the blogs in a sense. Right. Where well, it's like, yeah, definitely now. Yeah, yeah, you have a girl that's like in Miami popping because her body is popping. Who is she? And she, I'm just saying, like, that's a, I'm just saying, like, she's a, that's a prime example of somebody, that's a prime example of somebody that could, like, really, like, sway the, the opinion of the public, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like an advertiser in itself. Right. And I, I think that's one element that, like, the labels still don't get, is that the people control the influence. Like, you could shove it, you could shove the, the content down people's mouths as much as you want through the streaming services, pause, that's kind of like a pause. I don't. It's okay. We pause is forever, B. Yeah, that's a forever pause. <laughs> but like, you. But in a sense, it's just like you can't take it. You can't reclaim something from the people. Right. Like, like we created the shit. Like you just cultivated and just kind of like curated in a right. sense. And other things you do. I want to talk about the directing a little bit. But do you get into sort of directing mm-hmm. and um, making these videos and stuff? Because you had your first series. Um, was it your first series, actually? I don't want there to be, like, some prototype Alien and Kick that's out there. Well, no, no, no. Alien and <laughs> Kick is my first series. Like, I'm developing, mm-hmm. like, I'm develop- I've, like, I'm developing, like, multiple TV shows right now. Like, I have, like, four other sitcoms and two dramas. I'm writing a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, like, studying a lot of directors from Spike Lee, Martin Scorsese, um, Kubrick, um... Hitchcock. Like a film student, nigga. Yeah, I really am a film student. I'm watching a lot of John Singleton, John Hughes. John Cena. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching, you know what I mean? And I just like, 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 you can ask anybody, like, you can't sit with me and watch a movie. I need to, like, stop the movie. If I see a shot that I like, I stop it, I screenshot it, mm-hmm. and I put it in a folder for, like, under that director's name. And right. then, like, when I'm, like, in my free time, I'll just look through the shots. That's crazy. And I study shots. I know, like, long shots, medium shots. Like, I'm really just, like, studying the game. Do you even watch movies the same anymore? No, I don't. I can't enjoy anything. I went to go see Purge. Somebody invited me to see the Purge um, Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Or, no, Election. What was the newest one? Election I Day forgot. or something? Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking And I was movies. just, like, I honestly was just, I felt like I got dumber. Right. Like, I felt like, I just felt, like, disgusted. Like, this is horrible cinematography <laughs> i feel like such like i'm so bougie now when i watch movies i'm like this is terrible I only, I only did that once i did that with the movie um have you ever seen dear black people the movie it's yeah dear, black dear white people. people oh dear white people i'm sorry dear yeah. Dear yeah white people justin um dear black people justin true Tredu, Trudu, something he wrote it produced and directed it that guy i felt like the shots in that were too dark no not even that i felt like they're too perfect oh you liked it no i didn't because it was too perfect. Everything was so symmetrical. Well, if you watch, if you watch like a, um, see now, you, now you're in my lane. Now we could talk. If you watch like a Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. it's real discipline. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what they're going for. Where there's no like, there's no loose ends. Like every shot is a static shot, and right. it's like real farce. Like, um, what's the word? Like very, very like satire esque. Uh-huh. 
Like West, it, it it reminded me of a Wes Anderson film. Like Rushmore, yeah, Rushmore, and um, I think that's what they're kind of going for. I was just like, that was the one. I was watching that movie, um, trying to get into the plot, which the plot was pretty good until, the, uh, he, honestly, the end kind of fucked with me. I like dope more than Dear White People. Oh, dope was incredible, man. Dope was dope. You tried not to say dope was dope. I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> that's my go-to. With yeah, dope was incredible. I like, I like dope more than I liked Dear White People. I like dope. Well, yeah, there's just a lot of things in that, man. I don't see movies that often. I'll be honest with you. Last movie I saw was probably Creed. And I saw that twice. Don't get me started with Creed, bro. Why? Creed, cinematically, is probably one of the best shot films of that year. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, those. Did you. The the first fight was just one shot. People don't even know that. Like, it was one. It was one long shot. Mm hmm. Like, I, I could go in, like, the way, like, Ryan Coogler, bro, like, the way he transitions and moves, like, he really, like, brings you into that world. Like, the way he handles that, the camera is just, like, beyond me. Like, I watched Creed multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. I watched it, like, four times. Wow. I watched yeah. it only twice. Nah. Yeah, because now I'm, what do you, did you see um Beyonce's Lemonade? Nah. Movie? Like Damn. Was- I shouldn't even say that. I didn't. I did see it. Don't ask me any questions about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just I, I, I did. I seen clips of it. It was just sure. I watched it on Twitter. You know okay. how Twitter talks about. Yeah, it. I watched, it's like but it's okay if you didn't see it. You no, know, it's not. It's really not okay. Why <laughs> not? What do you mean? It's Beyonce. That's the queen. I was supposed to. I, I was supposed to see it when it premiered. I feel like I didn't know you're supposed to be a base dance. <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, you're supposed to be like I don't I, know. I understand. You I understand. Said I don't know. But to, yeah, you gotta support. You got a hit out on you. No, no. I mean, nah, but you know, the, you know, respect, bro. The, the stormtroopers, yeah. well, the stormtroopers, <laughs> Beyonce's the stormtroopers. We literally had to put the. We had our first episode uh-huh. is Beyonce backwards, so it's like Econ Yeb or something along those lines. Yeah. Did they we, figure it out? No, no, because we were afraid because of how much shit talking this guy did. That's <laughs> whatever. Oh, Beyonce! I was like, yo, let me put her name backwards, but I'm sure they search it backwards. I did. The stands are very, they're strong with they're their very game. Thorough. Um, But yo, Lemonade just got nominated for four Emmys. Mm-hmm. And I find that like. That's incredible. That's revolutionary. That's incredible. Yeah, it's sort of revolutionary just in mm-hmm. terms of just like, first of all, the 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 idea of itself. It's not like films for, you know, albums. What was the, um, what was the um, subject or the. um? Let me look it up. Genre. Uh, but I think it was, it definitely had to do with music as well. But um. But I think it's revolution. Just the concept itself. I mean, videos for films have been done already, but that puts artists in another light. Yeah, essentially, it's bad. like upping it. It's further upping the uh, yeah like the ante much, yeah, in terms of everything. How, how much you can move. She was nominated for outstanding production design for for a variety nonfiction event award or uh, award special. Um, who else? Second, Beyonce herself, alongside director Khalil Joseph, are nominated in the Outstanding Directing for a Variety Special category. Dope. Um, and finally, well, there was more. Third, the editor is nominated for Outstanding Picture Editing for Variety Programming. And finally, it is up for Outstanding Variety Special. So it's like, it's pretty incredible. Shout out to shout out to Billboard. Shout out to my homegirl, Adele, who works at Billboard. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's just the the aspect itself is just revolutionary. The way she sort of rolled out her album, yeah, and her then this just sort of adds to it. Yeah, this sort of just adds the entire. Mm-hmm. You can really just do whatever. Yeah, I think the visual game, 
there's so like I said, there's so many outlets that you could take as far as visually goes with your music. It's not it's bigger than the music. I'm waiting for niggas that make cartoons with their music. Yo, like <laughs> like it's about to happen. You know how I roll. Y'all know how I get down. Right. So it's def it's always been in me and you know, I've always been like ahead of my time. I've always seen that. Shut, like, yeah. I mean I mean I I've definitely in terms of the cartoon aspect, um My little for, brother got a cartoon. He's working on it right now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Shout he's out like to him. Like, right? Yeah, he's developing it right now. He's developing the cartoon. You know, I'm behind that. For, I got a, I I got a character on there. Yeah, my homeboy, like, um, previous guest on the mm-hmm. show, Curbside Jones, he had a Kickstarter to fund um, his vi- video for Pink. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make it an animated film, but he didn't have the money to do it. So he dropped a Kickstarter to do it. And then, like, instantly people just, like, dropped money in it because they just want to see this happen. And it's just, like, an animated <laughs> anime video. When they When they donate money, are they, like... Are they entitled he, to some of the profits if you make any profits off of that? Um, I don't know. Because, like, Kickstarter to me was always just like... I think you may... <laughs> you, I feel like you... I don't know. You make, there's probably an agreement or it's something. It's like modernized you get, You actually get... But, no, he actually, like, gave, like... You give gifts out for on the donations. So he gave gotcha. out, like, his album, and he gave stickers, out, like, T-shirts, like stickers, package. pins, okay. Pokemon cards, yeah. like, everything. So okay. it's like so you... Like from his DVD. Right. <laughs> for real? No, I was kidding. Right. Oh. Yo, shout out to I don't know him. when he's serious or when he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a sign that goes off and says, Oh, nah, my God. But, yeah, it's it, it's definitely, like, it ups the ante. It just makes artists just... Mm-hmm. It, you don't have to be sort of... Um, in this sort of bubble. And I think that's what Kanye was really just sort of... Really, really fighting for. Really fighting for. He's like, I don't want to be Make just like pigeonholed yeah. into one Make thing. Film. Like, I want to be able to walk into an office in a suit sometimes, have a business meeting, you know, like conduct business the way business is conducted. Without and them then, saying like, yo, this rapper, all right, yeah, we got this for you, this urban film Yeah, for then you. I want to sag, and then the next day I want to be able to sag my pants we're in a durag, drink henny, smoke. Like I, mean, I want to be able to do what I want to do and transition right. into different avenues. If I want to act some weeks, I'll act. Produce some days, I, I will. Like without whatever. it and be like without creep. it being a conflict of interest. Like right. just let me be an entertainer. Right. Real. Um. Real. Let's see what we got here. So, on the, there was VH1 Hip Hop Honors on mm-hmm. Monday. Um. Which highlighted the women in hip hop. Shout out mm-hmm. to Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. I, I love know. Queen Latifah. Why? What? Why not? I'm not saying why. Like, why? I get I get hella defensive, I'm sensitive about Queen Latifah. Why are you sensitive? Why? Why necessarily? Do Queen, you Latifah, Queen Latifah like that. Queen Latifah did raise me. Queen Latifah go. was in set it off. You know, I I wasn't. You know, it's crazy. I didn't grow up on her music. I just grew up on her being a public figure. Like mm-hmm. I grew up just oh, knowing same. that's Queen Latifah. Right. I grew up mm-hmm. knowing living from living, living single, living single, set, set it, it off. off, house party two. Um, damn, I know I'm forgetting the big one. I think she was even in Juice. She had a cameo in Juice. I think she was in bringing down the house with <laughs> Mar- yeah. Steve Martin I, I, and shit. I, I wasn't with her on that she one. She was in but... Cab with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, you forgot the deep cuts? Nah, Queen Latifah deep cuts. Wait, wait, wait! She had. I'm thinking. Was she in Brown Sugar? Yeah, she was in Brown Sugar too. It's just and and then, and then I got introduced to her music, right? Mm-hmm. And like I fell in love with like her third album. I think it was Black Rain. Mm-hmm. I just love that album. It's just like it just embodies like so many different. And she's done. What what did she do? She did some other thing with like it was like a Moulin Rouge esque um, Chicago. 
Yeah, she did Chicago. Chicago. She did Chicago. I think didn't, didn't she get nominated for a yeah, Tony for that? Or? She, yeah, I believe something along those lines. But and then she did. Um, she just recently did the HBO movie where she showed her titties. Shout out to her. Shout out to Queen Latifah. She Shout Queen out to Latifah's her. titties. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the titties. I saw the Bessie. Titties. It was. A, was it Betsy? It was, she like did that? Bessie as well. Yeah. That's that, man. I want to get a Queen Latifah shirt. Sure. Can we Google that? They got Queen Latifah shirts. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Your last holiday. You remember that? Beauty oh shop. Okay. Shut up, Barbershop too. Okay. Shut the cookout. See, see, you you playing games right now. You in the two thousands. She she did. A li- she got a little messy. Go back to the nineties. <laughs> she got a little messy with her choices. Okay. All right. Jungle you, you fever. You hit everything, bro. You Jungle fever. Everything. House party two. Word. Nah, I'm forgetting one. She did. Bone collector Bone with Col- Denzel. She killed that. She was nominated for Chicago. She was nominated for actually she won the BET award. For best, actually, she was nominated for Academy Award for best mm-hmm. supporting actress. She was nominated for Teen Choice Award. You know you in there when you get that Teen Choice Award surfboard shit. Yo, I bet you want a surfboard. Hmm? If you get a Teen Choice Award, would you? Would you take a surfboard? I would ask for a snowboard in exchange. I was like, yeah, I got a snowboard? Because I would dead ass use it. (laughs) I forgot you snowboard. Yeah, I can't can't surf. Um, I take whatever. Because it's free. But yeah, she's she's done a lot of amazing things. They also um, gave props to... I'm honored. Let me not say give props. Um, they also honored Missy Elliott and Salt and Peppa and right. Lil Kim, which was like a good lineup. Um, at some point during the the, uh, the Jiggy sh- worked that really. Yeah, Jiggy worked the the, ho- the honors. Oh, Where really? What are you yeah, shout out my brother Jiggy. Yeah, shout he worked out to Jiggy. Jiggy yeah. out here working. Jiggy's yeah. hilarious, yeah. man. Jiggy was there. Jiggy was backstage with um, working with somebody. He was, he was, he was there. He was working it. Jiggy's hilarious. Like it, it, I'd be surprised. Like oh, the artists. The, usually the the New York artists that I work with, and they're like, "Yo, you know Jiggy?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh yeah, he did my video." So for real, yeah, yeah he's he, out here working. Yo. He's out here. He really is. Um. So at some point during the Lil Kim tribute, uh, he she performed "Get Money" and oh my god, in lieu of the Notorious B.I.G. Nah, uh, I know where this is going. Oh, this had, was very legendary, actually. Just just her being honored because who was the person to like present her with the award? Um, Diddy, mm-hmm. and Faith Evans. Absolutely, very <laughs> legendary moment for Biggie. Yeah, I mean, nigga, he's the only nigga that could have his murderer, his <laughs> wife, his side bitch, all on the same stage. The nigga's a legend. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, no comment, no comment. Um, nigga's a legend. <laughs> that threw me off. It's okay, um, so Rich Homie <laughs> Kwan comes out in lieu of um for Notorious B.I.G.'s verse on Get Money. And, you know, I think he knew, like, the, maybe the first, like, bar and then just kind of just, like, skated through it afterwards. And the whole world sort of gave him shit about it just because it was like, yo, you're expected to know this Biggie okay. verse and yeah. get money. Okay. And I, like, highly disagree with that. I think only New um, York niggas felt this way. No, I think I mean, a lot of people felt that way niggas for some reason. Niggas fake offended. Yeah. <laughs> if niggas, if niggas from New York were, weren't mad about it, those niggas were fake offended. I'll say, I'll say this. I feel like... Um, as as unfortunate as it may sound, that the fact that we're going into 2017, the 90s are slowly becoming the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you gotta understand these young kids. They ain't like even me. Like I grew up on like 50 Kanye. Right. I tell people he's I grew a, up on 50 Kanye Eminem. They're like, what? He's the same. Like, he's the same age as us. So yeah. he essentially grew up on the same people. Oh no, nah, he, he might have should have. He should have knew at least nah, eight bars. <laughs> dog, get money. I don't know the get money verse. But true. I don't but know he was performing it though. He, no, he should have. I say from there because he should have known it 
in the terms of professionalism. Yeah. Like, if you know you're going to perform this, you already picked out your Kooji sweater and shit. Yeah. Like, you already got the Kooji sweater. You out here, you playing the role, but you ain't decided to learn the bars. I call him on that. Well, why the f- why the hell would you call up a, a rapper from Atlanta? I think it, it depends. It's just like, you know, whoever you get and, like, the placements. And and stuff. Yeah, it was It was, supposedly really it was to... last minute, according to Lil' Kim. Then but... why'd they pull him up? Like, fuck all that last minute shit. Then Kim performed the goddamn verse. She probably know that shit backwards, forwards. But she it's done like... licked his balls while he recited the oh verse. Like, she should know this shit. But I feel why like... I feel like he's being. I feel like a lot of people are taking it over. Like the dude was on CNN. He was on CNN defending himself for not knowing these lyrics. I'm like, why is this going this far? You went on CNN. Because this this he went on not, CNN. Not I don't know if he went on CNN, but CNN definitely covered the fact that he did not know these lyrics. And I was just like, CNN. why is this being taken to the proportions that it's taken? Damn. When this is essentially an honor show that yeah. will live in 2016 and not really go past 2016. Yeah. It's media, man. It That's will live way. on the internet. It's the media. I think it was because it was a slow week. This is like a dangerously slow week. Um yeah. They trying they this that's the media man they always looking for some type of gossip so it's, it's, it's just I mean I feel I feel like he definitely should have learned it I was like yo you should have definitely known this yeah. verse you knew you was gonna perform this verse yeah, give him a telephone a full uh, give me eight hours I can recite the damn verse Diddy had people walking across the fucking bridge singing juicy and like I remember from it was making the band too or whatever it was some the one after Old Town mm-hmm. and like. Uh-huh. The girl didn't know the the Sarah, I guess, the singer of the group. She didn't know the words to Juicy, so she had to like literally sit there for the entire eight hours. They were rapping it on the street and had to learn Juicy, and eventually she knew all the lyrics. But it's just like you could learn that shit in a day, fam. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people are unnecessarily like giving him like shit for it, especially when it's like a lot of us grew, a lot of you guys or like past 1995. Yeah, it's, it's going <laughs> to pass. The world's going to get over it. Yeah, it's it's it's. Big Rich Homie's good. Yeah, it is what it is. Oh man, but like, I don't know. Um, what kind of what what artists you you were talking about? Fifty Cent, Eminem. What artists did you look up to? I guess besides as a kid. Yeah, I looked up to. Um, you remember the first album you ever bought? Um, first album I ever ever bought. I remember mine. Um, and it's wild, embarrassing. I've told it on the podcast yeah. before, brother. Which one? It was NSYNC, No Strings Attached. I think the first album I ever bought was Millennium. I bought Millennium too. Yeah, because that was like around Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I I got I got um mm-hmm. Big Willie style like way after the fact. No, nah, I didn't get Big Willie style. Big I Willie got, style had the hits. Big Willie I got boot. I got bootlegs ten though. Mi- ten million people bought Big Willie style. <laughs> ten mi- ten million. Yeah. This shit had Miami getting jiggy with it. The Men in yeah, Black, man. the initial one. I looked at Will. I looked up to Will Smith a lot. Will Still Smith do. Is, yeah, he, he, he was, was an like, icon. He's done. Period, he should be on it. Fucking Netflix yeah. one I, I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's the embarrassing for, for rap music and like actor rapper actors. Like he, he's the reason like Ja Rule could be in Fast and the Furious. Right. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. He's the reason. Like, I think it's because he's no. He's stri- He's now more so known for his acting mm-hmm. because I think when he was coming up, the the genre. Outside of Will Smith, like Will Smith was known as a pretty. Will Smith was like a pop rapper by the time it was like 1998. Yeah, because like the other people in in the rap genre was Jay Z, Nas, mm-hmm. DMX, um, Naughty by Nature. Everybody like I think 
So the fact, I think it was more so people felt they were more authentic than he was because he was yeah. just making, you know, Miami. And he was making getting jiggy with it. Mm-hmm. And a giant blue-ass bubble vest doing, you know, the yeah. fucking dance. Yeah, he, he didn't care, yeah. I don't think. But, you know, I think fun, man. he's he was my favorite rapper until, like, Ludacris. Ludacris. Yeah. I, I, I like Ludacris, yeah. Lud- nah. But I think, I mean, even look at Ludacris. Ludacris yeah, made so the same fun. transition. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Tyrese. Um, Queen Latifah, like look at what, like everything we're talking about is all like making sense. Like it's all tied in together. Like just being able to jump around in the industry and mm-hmm. like create multiple streams of revenue for yourself. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like um with fashion, with art. But do you remember the? Do you remember the? Oh, it was Millennium. Well, yeah. What are what are the artists? I know uh, Eminem. What was the album that came out in 1999? I always get them confused. The Marsh, it? the it was either Slim Shady LP yeah, or the Marshall Math. Yeah, it I was always the Marshall Math. I always get them confused, but it was that one that came out like 1999. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I remember getting Get Rich or Die Trying. I remember. I, remember that too. I don't remember. I never got College Dropout. Really? Yeah, College Dropout. I learned like I think YouTube just started, mm-hmm. like around like, the time it came out. YouTube started like 2005, so it was like yeah. a year after. I used yeah. to love it when people put whole albums up there. Yeah, I don't know how I, I heard College Dropout, but I heard it. I don't know how I heard it, but I heard it. You, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I heard it a lot in school. I remember the weekend after it came out. People were just reciting lines. Yeah. I remember people were reciting the lyrics from like two mm-hmm. words, just like obscure, you know. Yeah. Things from this things, is around the time everybody was talking about like Cassidy and, and Jake High. Yeah, and, it was shit like that. Yeah. Like get him high. It was mm-hmm. like uh, it's really like a cipher and like these niggas yeah. are spitting and shit like that. I was so, downloading off of Kaza though, making burn Kaza, burn burning Lime CDs. Wire. I'm a bear share guy. Burning mixtapes for people. Bear share. A bear share. The I feel like bear that? share. I never was heard that. That was underrated. It was wild underrated. It was where the hipsters went. It's gotta be. It's gotta be where the very rare records. Because I feel like Kaza was just like I felt like Lime Wire was too hot. So mm-hmm. I just felt like I had to go to another peer-to-peer service. So I was like, oh, Bear Share is like popping. No shit. I've I never like, heard of that. <laughs> never heard of that? It's crazy. Have you heard of that? No. No, I, I mean, most people haven't, but it is what it is. <laughs> I, um, that shit <laughs> Mills was a Bear Share kid. Oh, like, my God. We all have Kaza over here. But um, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of... I'm, I say I'm more influenced by the early 2000s than I am the late mm-hmm. 90s. Or the mid two thousands, really, because that was when I I didn't start listening to hip hop till like probably like nineteen ninety nine when I got cable. When I got cable, and then I started turning on Hot ninety seven too. My sister would put me on the Hot ninety seven because she I guess you know other people listen to it, so she's like, "Yo, turn on Hot ninety I remember hearing um, Lil Kim's "How Many Licks" for the first time, and like, "Whoa, this is the most." With Cisco, yeah, Ah, and just like. Yeah. This is the most like vulgar hated, ass I shit. I think the 2000s was like a real pop era era for hip hop. It was like real pop. 2000, yeah. yeah. It was the most pop like that anybody ever went like you had Nelly. Nelly was like hella pop. Kanye Nelly, 50 Nelly, 50 was when, pop like in the club was a pop record. T Pain came out it just cemented it. Yeah, hip hop hip hop became pop in the 2000s. And then Gosh, what one more? But it, it's so when people are like, "Yo, you don't know this, you don't know that," I'm like, "Bro, I mean, I was there. <laughs> like, I don't know the OJ. I didn't. I never. I, I don't remember the OJ verdict either. 
I remember that shit. But I was alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it's the same for me. I didn't start listening to hip-hop. I really didn't start purchasing things till 2000, 2001. I hear you. Like, I didn't get a Game Boy until, I got a Game Boy Color in 2001 when Golden, well, no, 2000. See, I don't, I never had Game Boy Color. When Ga- when Gold and Silver came out. That's when I got Yeah, it. yeah, I, nah. I, 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 Game Boy Color, Game I skipped Boy that Mix. phase. I, I think I went up to game. I didn't Game get a Game Boy, Boy until SP. SP. I didn't SP. get a Game Boy until SP came out. Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah. SP yeah. is like. So I had the silver one though, nah. so I was I was ill because nah, everybody had to get the what was the other color? The SP or the Advance? You talking about the Advance or the? SP? I hated the Advance. I feel like the SP is low key like the Sega Dreamcast, the fucking. You know game what? It, you know what it was? Yeah, I, the I, micro was. I was ahead of the game. You ever seen the micro? It was no. mad small. It was like this big. No, I had the micro. I had the micro. See, I was ahead of the game because when the Game Boy Color and the Advance came out, uh-huh. I said to myself, these screens need to fucking light up. <laughs> if these screens don't light up, I don't want to play it. Right. Like, so when the SP came out, they said, oh, the screen's going to light up. I caught that shit. Yeah, I had this one. I ain't have this shit, man. I love this, actually. That's kind of fire. Yeah, I have it in the crib. I play Pokemon on it. Wow. Yeah, I might buy one. I might buy one and get um, Fire Red. That's crazy. I've never seen this. See, you do that, you think you're going to play it, but then you, like... You nah. fall off. I'll nah, I already, that's the same thing nah. for me. Like, I think I'll play shit, and then I'm like, You're going to nah. play it for a week and be like, nah, this ain't it. Nah. If I get Fire Red Leaf Green, I'm going to play that shit, nigga. You don't I, know me. I got, this, I got, a, I got a portable <laughs> Super Nintendo. <laughs> He's like, you don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> to, to make those wild judgments don't like make that. make these wild accusations. <laughs> I, got, I got a portable Super Nintendo. Pull that up. I play that all Oh, the they, you know they're bringing yeah. out the... Portable Nintendo? Yeah, they bring, no, they're bringing back Nintendo. Hold on. But the games are installed in it. I, I gotta be. I don't remember. Portable. You said portable Super Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, Blanco got one of them in the crib. Yeah. Was them Game Gear? I shits? saw it in his crib. He had oh, all shit. them games. Damn. Yeah, I got that one. He been had them. Shits That's though. crazy. Superboy. Yeah. God it's damn. fire. They're bringing back Nintendo. Do rag slaps. Hold on. Let me see. Nintendo two thousand. They're bringing back NES two thousand sixteen. I think they're bringing it back. Yeah, see? They're bringing Maybe. a mini one with 30 built games in it. Sega already did that, bro. <laughs> I got the portable Sega. Sega hit him with the Simpsons, did it. And what you got? Sonic. You got, you got everything in there. Sonic. Fucking Streets of Rage and Sonic shit. Streets of Rage, yeah. It's like, I think it's like 100, it's like 100 games. This shit's Wait a minute, what games do they have this on there? This shit's coming with Balloon Fight. Bubble Donkey Bobble, Kong. Castlevania, Yo, Castlevania 2. Dr. Mario. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., which is dope. Double Dragon? All right. Keep Dr. Going? Mario? I don't remember that shit. Excite by Kirby's Adventure? Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2. All right. Oh, shit. Pac Man, Punch Out featuring Mr. Dream. I don't remember that. Mr. Dream? The three they, Super Mario. What is that? When they got rid of uh, Mike Tyson? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All um, the accusations? That's what it sounds <laughs> like. The Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2. It got some eye games on here. Yeah. They have the, they have that duck shit? Duck no. Hunt? Yeah. But no, you need to buy the gun you, for it? They're not going to let you play that shit. Oh, not I in fucked up pants already. <laughs> I, just, I just bought these pants. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just bought these pants, bro. Oh, oh H&M? Nah, from the Nike store. Oh, here it is. Oh, damn, nigga. You got, you got money. money. <laughs> I was about to say that. Fuck out of here. You're in the Nike store. Young bread. <laughs> um, what else do you have to say? I don't know. You know what? I want I wanted to play this one song from you. Mm-hmm. I want to play this song, Machiavelli, from you. Mm-hmm. Um. If you've been following Julian for probably the past, like, six months, he's dropped already Streaming and Plantations, mm-hmm. and both of them are fire for different reasons. You have, I guess, more music lined up, 
but you've like filled this in on this one record. Actually, I remember you coming to me with this record a long time ago in it like it's bare bones skeleton phase. Yeah. And you just had the beat and you was just like, yo, I got the idea for this shit. It, at first it was going to be on, on some Panther shit. Uh-huh. I remember that was like the lyric for like a week. And then like I was just like, nah, it's too it's too extreme. So I changed it to like on some gangster shit. Like, right. It's still the same feeling. But how, how do you necessarily, because I want to play this microphone, just because we love it. Mm-hmm. Me and Carlos love this shit. Like, we're just like, yo, put this out as a single or something along those lines. Yeah. And I just feel like the people would be so receptive to it. But we're going to let the people listen and then, you know, they make the choice and see whether they fuck with it or not. I'm sure they will. But this is a song called Machiavelli. What was the inspiration behind this song? Don't, an- don't, answer that- <laughs> don't answer that question. But we're going to play it right now. Um, I guess th- Two Belts exclusive. Two Belts exclusive. This is the only place you're going to hear it for now. For right now. And we're not even going to, we're going to play. We're not even going to tell you about release dates. Fuck yeah, we're going to, we're going to play, we're going to play the first couple of minutes of it. So here's Machiavelli. Location. Queens. Summertime. Uh, me and my. Me and my. Me and my. Yeah. Used to ride around Southside. Get a text two minutes, nigga, bring your ass outside. I ain't from this hood. I don't know these nigga, but I'm about mine. And I pray that it don't come to that boy Stop a nigga out, but no, I'm not a frat boy Nice with the rest, boy Don't make me pull out the Mac, boy Left in the back with a bitch that I only seen online I know you by face in it, people you fuck It's like I know you, but I don't I decide if I nod or I say what's up It's like sex money bottles, that was all I knew Confuse my pride with my man, who was all I do Drink too strong, nigga, pass the juice And my phone about to die, nigga, pass the juice Damn, battery at 11% Shit, nigga Park, pull over. Wait, who down in the back seat? Oh, niggas getting pulled over. On some gangster shit, you know. Fuck boy, fuck boy. On some gangster shit, you know. Fuck boy, fuck boy. On some gangster shit, you know. Fuck boy, fuck boy. On some gangster shit, you know. On some gangster shit, you know. I'm out the window screaming Machiavelli. I'm out the window screaming Machiavelli. I'm out the window screaming Machiavelli. Yeah. I'm out the window screaming Machiavelli. Uh. I'm out the window screaming Machiavelli. Uh. Left in the bag with a bitch that only seen online. All right. All right. That was the that was the opening moments to Machiavelli. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. By this guy Julian Steven over here. Like in terms of new music, like what's the What's the inspiration behind this new music? Being black in America. <laughs> Good so, ass answer. So he's like, Mills is like, what? So Good funny. ass answer. So That's, crazy. It's nah, crazy. This is being a black man in America. I feel like it's a it's a good time. It's a it's a good time. It's always it's, been a time. You know, it's just self realization. I'm not gonna say my music is gonna be like super like racially charged. Racially charged. It's gonna yeah. be my story, my perspective, which always is gonna the end point is going to be black in america like we out here working two jobs just to pay the bills making ends meet like i'm mm-hmm. juggling women like it's it's all leading to being black in america you know and it's just cause and effect 
before and after. Like, why is it this way? How is it that way? It's like telling the story, just making sure I'm like covering every little avenue and every nook and cranny of it. You talk about women a lot in your songs. Not as much. Not yeah, as not much, much now. I but I felt yeah. like I felt like you always definitely had like on 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 your project you had a certain like section dedicated to just sort of revealing not revealing, mm-hmm. but just talking, just getting shit off your chest. Is that really what it is? Is it sort of therapy? Is now it- it's my story. Now I'm like I'm about to be real selfish with the music and just get off my chest what I wanna get off about myself. Right. Like that's point blank period. And if the women if I do start to talk about the women, that's because that's where I'm at on the project or mm-hmm. in my life musically. It's not like I used to do it like, okay, this is going to be the girl song. Right. It's going to be the serious song. I feel like everyone needs to do that. It's like People the, still do that. I feel like the in in our generation of rap, the first single was always like the street single for the internet, yeah, for the people. Then you get the girl and then the song. second one's for the ladies. Yeah. Like, I got this one for the ladies. Hold up. It, got, it still kind of is like that, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit more in the cut and it's less obvious. Mm-hmm. But that type of shit still goes on. Right. But yeah, I'm just happy that my story is like more clear in my mind now. Do you feel like, um, since I feel like since you're telling more, do you feel like it's it's sort of therapeutic in a way? Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like you're getting a lot of things off your chest that you would normally not just because, like, I mean, uh, everyone needs sort of an outlet in some sort of way. Um. I don't know. I guess some people have, like, friends and things like that. Not to say you don't have friends. But, like, some people have, you know, writing. Like, for instance, I get a lot of stuff off my chest in sort of writing. I've written mm-hmm. articles about past things that have happened yeah. and just relationships and things that have fallen. It's just sort of – and you get that – sort. and when you get that feedback, it's, I'm not necessarily looking for the feedback. I'm, I'm just sort of telling my story. But when you get the feedback and you see that so many people relate and so many people are touched by it, you understand, like, yo, every the world is a little bit smaller. And yeah. everyone sort of connects in a sort of way. And – I guess, I guess that's. I don't know if that's the way you feel mm-hmm. when you. Yeah, it's all therapeutic for me. It's all therapeutic. It's just now I'm I'm, I'm turning up my gears like where I focus. I'm, I want to focus less on writing and focus more on like just making music. Mm-hmm. It's less less thinking and more doing and just getting it done. Like right, like we live in this internet era. The tempo and the pace is much faster. So I'm ready to start like making like three songs a day back on like on some pop shit. Right, like I'm ready to like hole up in like a garage and like a basement and just cook twenty four seven. Random question: How do you feel about um, Donald Glover's Atlanta? Are you excited? Have you heard about it? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like he's he's always been into film. You know, he's I'm always so been excited for it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's taking like he took his time with it. That's one thing I really do appreciate, and I, I think f- a lot of people will appreciate. I feel like he's moving multiple pieces at once. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's coming with the project, yeah. with the tour, and the show. I feel like he's 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 like on another level of just like all these chess pieces moving at the same night. Not that, and he's managing himself play. too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I he don't. He has know a that. team, I'm sure. He has a gr- he has to have a great team. Like this shit is incredible. Like I I feel like people don't give him his pro- and I think it may just because he's not here right now. Like he's not in our peripheral right now, like the Drakes are and, you know, yeah. the Kendricks are, but it's just like, he's one of the great ones. He definitely. Um, you, I forget to mention him sometimes too. He definitely is. Like, I think he's like, him and Tyler, the creator, I feel like mm-hmm. this generation, like, Oh, when I saw Tyler, the creator's fashion show, I was like, this nigga's incredible. He had a fashion show, um, to drop his new line. 
and the runway was like a skate park thing. Yeah. And it was like the whole set was built around. And there was like... a whole set. It started it opened with like it opened with a um it opened with a skit. Like he had something filmed on TV and then mm-hmm. it went to like this little house thing that he had set up. And he was just like, ah, oh, and he was like putting on his clothes and shit mm-hmm. like that. He was like going around. Yeah. And he designed this furniture too, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. He was just designing furniture. Like this big like Coca-Cola can that's actually a sofa. And it's like, and then he came out and all his models came out wearing his shit. And it was just like, man, this is like. He's using he's using all the avenues that you, you possibly can just to like create revenue for himself. He's always like, on brand. Yeah, it's, it's brand. Like you think of. Tyler the Creator, you think of that light blue and you think of that pink. Right. Like, you think of those colors. Right. Think of golf wing. Yeah. Um, collaborations. Very seldom, but the collaborations. I mean, um, not f- really. You know, there's a lot of artists. There's a lot of artists like we see each other in passing. It's like, yo, we gonna work, we gonna work, but we never do. <laughs> we never do. I think New York is just weird in that way. Right. It's not like a work. Is it the scene? Is it just like, yo, it's this thing to say? Like nah, everyone nah, says that. Mm-hmm. People say it, but like, there's a lot of people that like want like me to write hooks and stuff, songwriting and stuff like that. It's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen in its own time. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like every artist like is really trying to achieve something on their own, mm-hmm. and then they'll be like, "I right, now I can work with people." I right. think that's the phase that everybody is at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a couple years from now, people will be like, "Yo, let's get in the studio. We'll be more comfortable." Cause I got my situation, you got your situation, right. and it is what it is. Right now, everybody's just trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Yo, I think this is this is where it ends for now, my friend. Until it, it don't end. It's starting right here. It's starting right here. Can't stop. Won't Can't stop. Until, Won't stop. It's not over. Until I guess you're going. You, do, you, do you want people to know mm-hmm. that you're going places? Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I, I mean, hit him with dates and time. Nah, I'm gonna be in L. A. for like the the remainder of July. Right. Uh, probably like finding the, yourself and shit like that. I already in found my. Of- I already <laughs> found myself. I already found myself. That's the thing. I know myself. Like the music. Right. There's no you question that. Yeah, music. I'm just yeah. spreading my seeds a little bit more. You know, I've never been. I've never. Shut up, Jamil. <laughs> I'm doing that too. Shit. Dude, Yo, right. my nigga. <laughs> my, <laughs> my nigga. That's not what I meant. I said my. I, went, I meant nah, my nigga as in chill. My, just, not my nigga as in turn up. It's just a matter of just expanding, <laughs> expanding the brand, building the business. Right. You know, and and just like meeting the right people and just continuing to to, to put myself in the universe. Oh man. No oh. telling what type of music I'm gonna make out there. That's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, there's a lot. There's like a lot man. of dope talent out there yeah. in LA. It's just, a, it's just it, it inspires something else that if, different than what New York inspires. Mm-hmm. So you know, thank you for coming on. Yo, thanks for coming through, son. Bro. Julian Steven. about to go catch that Electa Buzz. Young Tim Duncan over here. <laughs> nah, son. Shout out to well, him retiring. Actually, he had a good career. He had a, he probably had one of the most a, consistent basketball. players Yeah, I've just ever a seen. great career. And I just reminded it just reminded me when I was looking at an old picture of him. I was like, yo, this kind of looks like Julian. But um. Uh, you had to end it on. You really had to end the interview like that. Young Tim Duncan calling me. Young. I would <laughs> young, call Tim, young Duncan. Tim Duncan. <laughs> That's gonna be my. Yo, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan is like Tim Duncan is great, man. Mm-hmm. He is great. Tim Duncan is great. He's like, I don't know. I want to say top ten, but I don't really want to say that. But I don't know. About to shoot this plantations video, y'all. All right, two bro. belts. Two belts. All right, Whoop-whoop. we out. Episode seventy one.